0: my friends, this is havala Kennington, and this is the Havila Kennington podcast. This podcast is a weekly podcast where I let you know what's happening in my life along with my studies that we've put together for you and kind of our happenings, where we, where we are in the world, where God's taking us, and it is a wild journey. You know, I did not set out to be a mommy minister. I set out to follow God with my whole heart, to be His hands and His feet to the world. And if you had told me early on that I would be doing what I'm doing, I would have told you I am not that girl. I am the most unqualified, uh, <laughs> undereducated, uh, really not the girl for that job. But. You know, Ephesians 4 says very clearly that we are to live a life worthy of the calling that we've received, and that's really what I set out to do, was to live a life worthy of the calling that I had received, and God was true to His Word. He has been faithful to me, as I know He will be faithful to you. He will use your life in profound ways as you set out to obey Him and to do what He says to do, to say what He says to say. And to simply let your light shine wherever you are. And that's what I have done. And I have been, it's been a very fulfilling journey for me. Um, Not necessarily the easiest journey, but definitely fulfilling. As I'm sure you could um, give me a shout out or an amen wherever you are. Um, You know, this world has challenges. The Bible talks about in James chapter 1 that there are trials and tribulations and things that come at us. But it also gives us this really profound hope. It says that when we go through trials and tribulations, it makes our faith complete. It makes our faith whole. And that is absolutely offensive unless you understand in context what the author is saying. And what he's saying is that when we go through those things, it builds faith in us. It builds history in us. And it allows us to build confidence that when we have gone through it, we were not left, we were not abandoned, we were not rejected, but instead we were sustained in that very hour. We walked through the valley of the shadow of death, and yet His rod and His staff, they comforted us. And the confidence of knowing that God stayed with us, kept us in the midst of that moment, leads us into confidence to tell others about Him, and those things no longer hold us in fear, which I hope encourages you wherever you are. You know, I don't know where you are today, but you can start wherever you are, and it's so much about every yes that we have, that we offer Him, is so important. It's not about the big yeses. It's about the thousand yeses along the way that begins our journey And we turn back and we realize that our life has looked like one big yes. And it's okay if we maybe didn't have the strongest yes, or we thought we were uh, maybe uh, had a very weak yes, or we had a loud yes at one point. We have a small yes now. Keep saying yes, it counts. I wanted to bring up something this week. We've been talking about core values in our podcast, and it's been a pretty wild month for those of you that are following us on Instagram or even Facebook, uh, you've kind of watched us. We've been pretty busy. I've been traveling almost every week this month, which is not really something I set out to do, but our fall season is a very busy season, and I try to uh, stay with that because it's really, um, I understand that that's the time when people like to prepare things, and I love to to, I love to see all of you, and in fact, in two weeks from now, we'll be in Europe, and I'm so excited I get to take my family with me and more revolution, the message of more revolution to uh, Europe as well. But I've been thinking about this post this uh, today that, that uh, Shelly Giglio from uh, the Passion Movement um, in the church in Atlanta, Georgia posted today, and it just stuck with me, and I just seem to... Uh, had this kind of resounding yes as she posted it. I don't know if they're her words or someone else's, but it said this simply. So what if instead of thinking about solving your whole life, you just think about adding additional good things one at a time, you let your pile of good things grow. When I read that, I just thought, yes, that is it. What if instead of having a life crisis or trying to get everything perfect or trying to line it all up or trying to have it exactly right when we begin? What if we just think about adding something every day to make it add up to eventually it being the right thing? And and then I was instantaneously, when I read that, I thought of the passage in the book of Second of, of Peter chapter 1 when it talks about so clearly about adding to our faith and it says in second peter chapter 1 it says for this very reason make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and it goes on but i think about this this scripture when it says add to your faith and that's what we're doing in the journey of our life. Every day, we're picking up a little more faith. We're picking up a little more goodness. We're picking up a little more knowledge. We're we're saying I trust you, God. Every day, we're saying no to sin or the habits of sin, I should say. We're we're saying no to to doing the things that were destructive before. We're we're saying yes to to faith and in, in the walk of faith, and we we're 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 just joining the race and we're running a little harder every day. And that's how we're adding to our faith that it's so important that we add until we eventually, our focus is so clear and our race is so strong that we have forgotten those around us in terms of comparing our journey or wondering if they're keeping up or wondering if we're better than someone else or wondering if we have passed someone else. We're just focused on the race that's been set up for us to run and we're so focused on adding things that eventually what we have tried to add all along, we have become. I love how the message version says it, and it's a paraphrase. So, of course, this he's taking his liberty, but it says, so friends, confirm God's invitation to you, his choice for you. Don't put it off. Do it now. Do this, and you'll have your life on firm footing, the streets paved, and the way wide open for the eternal kingdom of the master of the, of the Lord Jesus Christ. I just love that thought. Uh, it's, it's his choice for you. Don't put it off, do it now. And then that was verse 10. But as you pop over to verse five, it says this. So don't lose a minute in building on what you've been given, uh, complementing your basic faith with good character. I just think that's I love that thought. Don't lose a minute on building what you've been given. Like we're just building to what God has already done. You ha- you didn't originate it. You're not the originator. You're not the person who laid the foundation. He laid the foundation. So let him lay the foundation and you're adding to it, complementing your faith. With, with basic good character, spiritual understanding, alert discipline, passionate patience, reverent wondering, warm friendliness, and gracious love. Each dimension fitting into and developing with the others. I mean, that's a beautiful um, explanation of this passage, uh, second Peter chapter one. So make sure you take some time to look at that. I'm so glad that we have this moment together. Um, if you are listening to this, uh, today and you, and you're in real time, I'll be teaching at, uh, Bethel TV on Sunday night. It's live and it's free. You can listen in and I'll be teaching a fresh message. Um, and we're going to pop over to radical growth. So make sure that you, uh, Keep listening, and I hope that that blesses your life, and I'll catch up with you at the end. Hi, I'm Havla Kennington, and this is 30 Days of Radical Growth. We're on day 15 of our study, and today is all about the good soil, I mean, after a week like we've had, I'm sure you're wondering, do I have any good soil in my heart? I want to say, don't worry, you do. There are things in you, because you're even doing this study, tells you that you have good soil, and you want God, and you need Him, and those are all really good signs. So relax. It's okay. You're not doing everything wrong. Uh, but Matthew chapter 13, turn in your Bibles. If you're studying with us today, grab your Bible. Open up to Matthew chapter 13. Grab your coffee, your journal, or your radical growth book. And um, begin to just, again, get in the Word. That's the most important thing to me. Is not that you just follow these videos, but that your hunger grows for God and that this stuff goes deep in, you know, grows roots, and it grows, it grows fruit in your life. So Matthew chapter 13, verse eight says this, still others fell, other seed fell on good soil where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, thirty times what was sown. I mean, the kingdom of God is all about producing And giving us more than we've ever deposited, more than we ever planted. God is all about multiplying our gifts, multiplying what we have. I mean, His kingdom is bigger and greater than we could ever imagine. And whatever we start, even if it's a small mustard seed, if we don't plant it, it doesn't grow. But if we plant it, the Bible says it is big enough to move the mountains in our lives. I mean, that is, that's amazing. I just, it just amazes me. So how do we grow good you know, good seed. How do we grow that? How do we keep that? You know, the seed is always good. The gardener is always good. But the ground is the most pivotal thing in, in the whole process of growth. And so if the soil is good, I'm telling you, you will have a harvest quickly because it's good. Um, it really shows us this. The ground is described as good. Not, not that it was good by nature, but it has been made good by grace. God had plowed it. He had stirred it up with a plow of conviction, and there it lay rich and soft as it should be. When the seed was planted, the heart received it, for the heart said, That is just the blessing I want. So that the hearing of the word was the thing to give comfort to this plowed soil. Down fell the seed, and it took good root. I mean talk about descriptive. I mean that's just amazing. I want you to read the word or hear the word and I want it to go into you and you go, "Oh, this is God. God in this word coming on the inside of me and breathing life." This kind of produce, this kind of fruit produces all kinds of stuff. It starts out small, but your faith grows, your hope grows, your joy grows. And that's the kind of seed that you have. And God promises increase when we have it. Your morning meditation is simple. It says, therefore, they will be known by their fruit. Jesus said this, if you're truly his disciple, then you'll be known by the life you live, by what you believe, and by the words that come out of your mouth. And the Bible says that we are epistles known and read by men, which means how we live. People look at us. They read him on us. And they either believe him or they don't believe him. So here's what I want you to do. Do a little work today. Grab your journal. And I want you to write down what is the good. what are the good things that I'm growing in my life right now. Write those down. Uh, take some time to celebrate. Hey, I'm growing hunger. I'm growing hope. I'm growing freedom. Whatever it is. And then if there's things that you go, oh, mm, I'm not really growing this well. I want you to also write down those negative fruit that you have of maybe um, complaining or gossip or um, apathy or whatever it is, and write it down and, and confess it and say, God, help me in this moment, in this, the seed that I've allowed to take root in my life. Today, my daytime dare is kind of different. I want you to go to the store, uh, and I want you to buy a pack of seeds, a pack of garden seeds. And I want you to take those seeds, and I want you to put them anywhere you can that's visible, whether it's on your bathroom counter or in your car console or, or whatever it is, and put that seed there, and I want you just to think and meditate. God, I want this to be a sign that the seeds of your word will go into my life and they will bear good fruit. So just as you look at them, say, help me to plant the right seeds in my life. Your evening reflection comes from Psalms 92, 12. It says, The uncompromisingly righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, be long-lived, stately, upright, useful, and fruitful. They shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon, majestic, stable, durable, and unincorruptible. I want you to know that's what you're gonna, your life is going to be like if you grow your life in God. You, you're literally going to be long-lived, upright, stately. You're going to be durable and stable. You're going to be able to remain in Him and Him in you, and you're going to bear fruit, the Bible says. So I want you to think about that, and I want you to write down anything the Lord speaks to you as you lay in bed and you think about that passage I'm so proud of you that you would take this journey. And more importantly, I know God is going to respond to you and He's going to give you what you need in this very moment. So I bless you. I pray for you. I'm thinking about you. And I, I, I'm excited. Week three, we are complete. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye. I'm always honored that you guys would listen to this podcast. And I really do it just to help you know a little bit more about how to grow in God each and every day. Thanks for joining me. To find out more, go to howlakennington.com. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and the new Periscope. Can't wait to catch up next time. Have a great day.